what's up, everybody? My name's Jeff Leeson. Welcome to the Smarketing Show, uh, which I assume means smart marketing. I think they just didn't have enough room on the poster to put smart marketing, so they had to shorten it to smarketing. That's my guess. But anyways, without further ado, here are your hosts, Cheryl Weedmark and Rick Lambert. Lambert. I don't know if he's French. Here they are. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much, Jeff, for that awesome intro. And folks, let me introduce you to Jeff Leeson, one of Canada's top stand-up comedians, professional entertainer, and a great guy, by the way. Jeff, you've done some work for our clients, and uh, the feedback's been overwhelming. I think not enough business leaders right now consider comedy as part of you know what's much needed to keep people you know upbeat, focused, positive, etc. So thank you for the work you've done with us. And Cheryl, you know, I was really looking forward to having Jeff on today because I think, as I was saying, like we've had our clients that uh, bring in comedians or different forms of entertainment. And Jeff, uh, I think you're a hidden gem for folks. So maybe tell us, like, how did you get into comedy? I know you were a sales guy, which you told us you weren't that great at, but I just think you were pretty good. But uh, how'd you get into comedy? Uh, yeah, I, I was not a great salesperson. That's, that's absolutely correct. But that had nothing to do with getting into comedy. No, I, I actually started when I was 14 uh, in, in high school. And basically how it started for me was <clears throat> when I was in uh, elementary school, I would come home every day and I would watch uh, comedy at Club 54, followed by Just for Laughs. I was just fascinated with stand-up comedy. I just loved the art form of it. I was enthralled by it. And uh, then in grade eight, I was voted valedictorian of my class, uh, which had zero to do with my academic ability and mostly because they thought I could give a good speech and might be mildly entertaining. And uh, at the end of that speech, I got a standing ovation. I added some humor in, people laughed. And at the end of it, I was just like, I don't know what that was, but I wanna feel that every day. And, uh, and then I went home the next day, I was watching comedy at Club 54. And I was like, I think this is what I'm looking for. And uh, yeah, it started from started from there. And and started Yeah, I was 14. Uh, I asked my I told my mom, this is what I want to do. And she didn't want me to go to a comedy club so young. So we ended up doing our own shows and inviting friends and family and my hockey team and bunch of parents and uh did our own shows and then eventually uh she let me go do amateur night and then it was uh it was on from there I, I absolutely love that story Jeff I think it's so great that you're able to follow your passion I also Thank think you. you know the story of how you've shifted and adapted to what's happening uh currently you know around the world is fascinating as well I'm going to talk about that in a second it's funny how you say like it's an art form and it really is because everybody has that friend or friends plural who think that they're the comedian in the group right they think that oh yeah I'm gonna go and I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go to yuck yucks present company included in that I everyone always has that that friend that thinks that they're so funny but it is it's a discipline it's something that you know I think obviously involves talent but also skill and something that you've been practicing for for a long long time how have you been able to take your skill, your talent, your discipline and adapt it virtually. Um, and you're doing a great job. And I just want you to share with our audience exactly how you've done that. Yeah, so, uh, you know, when this first um, happened like last March uh, or I guess what seems like 10 years ago now, but 
uh, I guess it was only last March. Um, I was in uh, I was in California. I'd been living out there for three months. My my buddy who opens for me, we were on a big American tour, uh, so we were doing all these live shows. When everything got canceled, like we lost about eighty shows in two days, just boom, gone. And so, coming from twenty years of touring and doing these live shows, it was very weird for uh, uh, you know to just have nothing and not know what was about to happen. Um, I fought that a bunch of people, um, a bunch of comedians I knew started probably about April started doing comedy over zoom. And I just was totally against it, to be honest. I, I just, I was so, I think I was mad. I was angry. I was, I was probably sad and a little depressed that, you know, it was, it was a very odd time. And so I kind of fought that at first and just thought like, I don't think it's going to work. I don't see how this is possible. And, um, and so after a little bit of time um, and, you know, as you sort of realize, oh, this is not going to be two weeks, as they said originally, this is going to be a little longer. Uh, I had to sort of realize like, okay, what do we do here? And so part of my standup, like my regular live standup is when I do a show, it's very personal. It's very unique to the audience. It, they, I want them to walk away feeling like, wow, that was for us. That was our show. We will never see that again. He didn't do that last night and again tonight, and it won't be done tomorrow. And so I, I wanted to figure out a way to bring that to the virtual um, age and the, you know, do virtual comedy. And so how I did that was I started doing uh, corporate shows for companies uh, because I realized like a lot of companies, uh, almost every company had to switch to online, do virtual meetings. People started meeting, you know, by Zoom or Teams or whatever it may be every day. And it was just the same thing over and over again. And I thought probably these people are going through a similar you know, thing to me, it, it not performing, but they're not getting to go to work. They're not around their, you know, their coworkers. And so how could I utilize my skills and, uh, you know, sort of help them take their mind off what's going on. And so uh, I, I started doing, uh, I started with a couple of shows just with um, clients I had worked with in the past doing live shows. And I said, hey, let me take some information. You give me some inside information about the company. If there's anything funny about any clients or any, any of your employees, um, I'll create a show just for you, just for your company. And then, uh, you know, I can pop on during your lunch hour call or your end of the week, uh, you know, team meeting, whatever it may be, and, uh, and perform over Zoom, but make it, again, very personal. And it was just a way to kind of adapt my style to the new virtual age. And, uh, and they ended up going, in all honesty, way better than I had expected. I just thought without hearing laughter, because people have to be muted and um, a lot of times people don't want to turn their camera on. So without being able to see or hear the audience, I had no idea how that was going to work. And it ended up going really well. And then uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, a lot of companies have multiple offices. So they were able to tell different, uh, you know, different offices about what I do. And, and then that's just been what I've been doing pretty much for the last few months. And, and uh, Cheryl, you, you, you have worked with uh, Jeff in the past in corporate events. And folks, if, you, if you're not uh, following Jeff online, like he will work huge audiences, hundreds of people, 
uh, small uh, corporate gigs, as he's saying. But Jeff, you did for us when the pandemic hit something we call Zoom bloopers, which you made a mockery of what really <laughs> happens on so many calls. And it was just hilarious. And, you know, we've had such positive feedback on that. And I think, again, as I mentioned at the beginning, not enough people think how to inject comedy an appropriate comedy. I mean, you can go, I'm sure the full spectrum in terms of corporate talk and, you know, whatever you want to do. If I saw you on doing a uh, bachelor party, uh, which was uh, hilarious as well, but you're able to keep it clean. And I just, I think that's a real skill. So let's say, you know, somebody um, is having a corporate meeting because sure, we're often asked by our clients, Hey, we got a big quarterly kickoff or I've got this. Uh, and I think a lot of people think, you know, comedian, what's the connection to business? And, and what I've seen from your work is you're able to connect the business to the comedy. But if I'm a business person right now thinking, OK, well, how much does this guy cost or what's a package look like? Like maybe speak to that, because, again, I, I, I you know, people bring in these different, you know, taught speakers. But, you know, at the end, did they really get their bang for the buck? And I think you make people feel good. And uh, it's relevant, your comedy. So maybe speak to what it is you're doing now in this virtual world. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, part of it, part of the show for me, I think, is is a little bit of team building as well. I mean, I'm not I'm not necessarily getting them to do anything, but it is bringing people together. It is talking about them. It's their, um, you know, it's their work. Their in in many cases, it's what they've been doing um, for years. You know, so business owners, they've owned that company, so. You know, for me, uh, as an outsider, not knowing much about the company, it's great for me to learn about what they do and go to their website and learn about it and then come and bring my perspective on what they're doing. And so that's been that's been really cool to kind of bring, you know, bring people together, um, make them feel like this is a, a real um you know, sort of, sort of team building, sort of, you know, together, uh, you know, having, having some fun together, especially right now, because a lot of people, it, it hasn't been a fun year at all. So to provide a little bit of that has been great. And uh, because of every, you know, the budgets are obviously all over the place and everybody's, um, you know, had to be a, a little bit smarter this year. I've, I've been offering half price rates. We try to keep it under under two grand um, and and that's for everything that's to create a full show about them it's a different show every time and uh, and and really try to keep it um, affordable for every size of business as well because you know it's it's one thing to do the the big businesses but there's also some smaller companies as well that could really use a laugh and so we've tried to really accommodate uh everybody with within our budgets for sure yeah i gotta ask you this sorry cheryl so so jeff i i know cheryl she thinks she's funny um and i think i'm kind <laughs> of funny too but our viewing audience might think they're funny as well so as a, as a professional comedian Maybe yeah. you could do some coaching on when we, okay, the layman tell a joke and it doesn't go over very well. Do you have any coaching for those scenarios? Yes, absolutely. Stop. Just stop <laughs> doing it. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> um, if, if something, listen, the, in comedy, nothing is ever going to hit every time. It's, it's not possible. You, every, a professional comedian, somebody who's been doing it for years and years and years, it, not everything's going to land uh, every time. And there could be a variety of reasons for that. Something you said should go, maybe you said something in the middle of the sentence that should go at the end. People switch up punchlines a lot. Uh, people try to get to the funny part 
quicker, you know, like if you just leave a little bit of time, um, a lot of times people rush because they want to get to the funny, you know, whatever they're saying, they, they know it's going to be funny. So they rush to get to it, but they miss the setup or, you know, there's a variety of reasons. My advice to anybody is just keep talking. Uh, don't, don't sit in it. Don't, <laughs> Don't just don't say something, realize it's not funny and then panic and sit there and go, oh, I don't know what to do. Just try again. In comedy, it's like do your next bit, do your next joke. Just say whatever the next you know, line is uh, and don't panic. Panic is panic is really the biggest problem in, in stand up. If something doesn't work, if you panic, uh, the audience can sense fear. As soon as they sense that you've lost them because now they don't trust you. And then the next thing you say could be the funniest thing ever. But if they don't trust you, they're not going to laugh at that either. So just keep talking. Now, now you've done it, Jeff, because now our morning meetings are going to go from 20 minutes to 60 because Good. <laughs> we have some funny people that work on our team, though, for sure. Um, and I, I wanted to, to ask you as we, as we kind of wrap up um, the show, my last question is, is sort of around, generally speaking, the industry. So do you think that everything that's happened has created any kind of shift in the industry? Because it's, it's not just comedians, but it's, you know, it's musicians, it's artists. They've had to figure out a way to adapt in some capacity online. Do you think that that's going to go away? I know you're going to go back to touring this fall and, and a lot of artists will and a lot of comedians will. But do you think that there's always going to be that place now for this, that, that virtual setting for you guys to be able to, to you know, hone in on your craft that way? Yeah, I think it will. I think it will always be there now because it's it's been um, such a huge part of the last year. So I think people will know that it's there. I think for comedians especially, I I can't really talk about musicians or any other kind of live um, sh uh, performance. Although I'm I'm gonna assume it's gonna be the same way. But for comedians we need that audience. We need to be back in front of those people. It's the, the necessity of doing the virtual shows has led to the virtual shows and it's completely out of necessity to do them. Um, but as far as the, the artistic side and the, the feedback side, you need that live audience. So I think as soon as that, as soon as that's a possible thing to do with nobody, um, you know, with, with, people being vaccinated or, you know, there's not a, as much uh, health concern. I think it'll, it will go back certainly in America right now, they're almost back to fully normal. Um, so I think things will go back quicker there. The, I know a lot of comedians down there that are, they haven't done a zoom show now in, in a few months because they've been able to do small club shows and, and, you know, and, and really kind of work away from that because it is very tough the, the zoom shows in comedy are extremely tough because you can't hear people laughing. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can see them. Um, so I think as soon as it's possible, we will go back, but I do think there will be that virtual side of it. I think where it will mostly come into play is podcasts. I think because most people have, um, some version of a podcast or a show of some kind now, especially as comedians, I think it'll just be a lot easier for them to book guests and book uh, people that, you know, don't live in the same, even the same country as them. Uh, I think that will stay for a much, much longer. But I think as soon as everything's 
um, somewhat back to normal. I think for comedy, it'll be right back to, even if it's only 10 people, I, I think no matter what it is, however many people we can fit in a room, I we, we have to be in front of those people. So um, well, yeah. Jeff, thank you. We look forward to seeing you back on the stage again, for sure. Um, We'll definitely have to bring you in and do a, a roast in our company because we have some some very fun people that would absolutely love that. Um, for more information about all the work that you're doing right now, you can visit jeffleasoncomedy.com is the website. And uh, yeah, we'll have you back for sure. Thanks so much for coming on today. Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate being here on the Smarketing Show. <laughs> Keep up the great work, buddy. I'm a fan of yours and uh, you make me howl when I see you uh, online. Hey, if you're thinking of a corporate event coming up, you know, Jeff's, uh, I think, got a very reasonable rates for what it's worth. And, and you know, Jeff, I, I've done a thousand paid speaking events. You've done, I'm sure, a thousand. And people always are looking for a different kind of twist to their event. And uh, I highly recommend you having used you for uh, our clients. So thanks again for joining us today and keep up the great work online. Thank you, Rick. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. See you next week, everyone.